Expanding sentences sounds way easier than it is for new writers to actually do. There are many strategies to support this type of initiative to create more descriptive sentences, so I am going to be diving into another strategy today. If you missed the last strategy on the two A's, make sure to go check out that strategy. I am so excited to share how the five W's and H strategy can support in expanding sentences. This is going to be a streamlined approach to helping your students answer questions that will in return expand their initial simple sentence. So if you are ready to learn more about this strategy, I will meet you inside. Welcome to the Literacy Dive podcast, a podcast for educators who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing instruction. I'm your host, Megan, a true lover of all things literacy. Join me each week as we dive into teaching tips, engaging ideas, and actionable step-by-step strategies and examples to help you close the gap and lead confidently with best practices. I'm all about keeping things simple and digestible so that you can implement what you learn here as soon as tomorrow. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast. I love talking strategy and how we can teach students the skills of expanding their sentences. And so today is going to be the second strategy that I'm going to share. Last week, I talked about a strategy that I just call the two A's, which are adding adjectives and adverbs to sentences in order to expand them. And I shared a couple of examples that you could take back into your classroom and use. So if you missed that episode, be sure to go back and listen to it. In our episode today, I feel like we're diving into a strategy that journalists love, which are the five W's and an H. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. It's truly all about getting to the heart of the matter one detail at a time. And writers adore this too. When you are thinking about including all that you possibly can to make a piece of writing come to life, you are covering the five W's and the H. So this strategy is amazing for expanding sentences. In fact, when the five W's and H are covered, you could pretty much assume that you have successfully written a sentence that surpasses anything beyond being classified as just basic. Sentence writing is the foundation of all great writing. By asking who, what, when, where, why, and how, We can turn a simple statement into a story, into a fact, or into a narrative. This isn't just about writing. It's about thinking, questioning, and understanding. So this specific strategy serves a far greater purpose than simply helping to extend a simple sentence. So what is the five W's and H? Now, beyond what that stands for, which we know is who, what, when, where, why, and how, it is a method that involves expanding a sentence by answering key questions related to the subject. This not only adds information, but also depth, context, and interest. It transforms sentences and simple statements into mini-stories with just the addition of a few details. This is a strategy that is achievable and that students can see a visible difference in their sentence construction. So let's break this down into steps. Step one, 
you're going to present a sentence to your class. Something simple like, the man walked his dog. In step two, you are going to work together to brainstorm the missing five W's and H. For the sentence, the man walked his dog, these are going to be the missing questions. Who is the man? What kind of dog is it? When are they walking? Where are they going? You get the idea with that. So there are several questions that can be generated that start with the five W's or the H based on that one sentence alone. But because we have that question that we're asking, that is going to allow us to answer it and then include that detail into our sentence to expand it. In step three, you're going to have students expand that sentence by answering those questions, turning it into something like, every morning, Mr. Thompson walks his energetic beagle, Charlie, in the crowded Central Park. What's really powerful about this strategy is that your students can obviously give you different answers to those different questions, but even with the same set of answers that you're going to put into a sentence, that sentence can be arranged in a variety of ways. So now your students get to experience with the different types of words that they can put in different placements to make a sentence still have that detail, but can be written in a different format. So that's what I love about being able to expand it. And you want to do that with them to show them that they too can change and put words in different places to make that sentence have full meaning. In step four, you're going to reflect. And what this is going to really do for students is allow them to look at that first sentence, look at the new sentence, and determine a few things about it. One of the questions that I love asking is, how has this sentence changed? And what you're looking for is for your students to be able to specifically tell you, well, now I know where they're going. I know what the man's name is. I know what type of dog he has. I know when they were walking. You want them to start generating that they now have more information, and you can then turn that into fright before we had no idea. If it was a man or a woman, if it was a small dog or a big dog, we didn't know where they were going, but now I can read the detailed sentence and I have so much information. In fact, I can actually go ahead and draw a picture that's going to be much more representative of what was really happening. So that's where you want your students to get to. You also want to ask them, what new information do we have now? And that, again, is going to reinforce that we have the person's name, we have the type of dog, we have information about the dog, it's energetic, we know that they were going to the park, we know that the park was crowded. So that is the kind of things now that you want to pull out and have your students give to you that we could not pull out from that basic sentence of the man walked his dog. So that is going to be another big question that's going to be that reinforcer to allow them to understand the importance of why we have to answer these questions to expand our sentences. Then I like to ask them, how does it change our understanding? And one final time, it's going to allow them to see that we now can picture this. We have way more insight to where they are. We can start envisioning what's going on. And before, 
we really don't have any context to see where that man is with his dog. So with those three questions, they all kind of stack on each other. But the whole important piece of that is for your students to understand that we have to answer more of the questions, and that is how we can expand a sentence. Step five here is just going to be to keep practicing. You want to do this with several simple sentences, and this will really take no time at all, and you are going to be amazed at what your students can be able to start doing on their own independently or how they can take simple sentences in their writing and start that process of asking themselves questions, answering them, and making that sentence more detailed. You want to definitely encourage them to be as creative as they can, as detailed as they can, giving information when possible, because that just makes the experience better for the reader. Ever wonder why students can't seem to retain those key vocabulary words? Is it a struggle to make vocabulary stick in your students' minds long after the quiz is over? Do you feel like you have run out of creative ways to teach new words? Well, I hear you, and the answer is here. A resource that weaves vocabulary development seamlessly into writing exercises. You can seriously watch your students' word knowledge and writing competence grow together effortlessly and enjoyably. It's truly the dual power approach that you've been waiting for. Enriching vocabulary while polishing writing skills. And now, my vocabulary writing prompts are offered by grade level. I know, it might sound too good to be true, but if you're curious to experience the transformation firsthand, I want you to grab a free sample compiled just for you. Ideal for second to sixth grade educators, you can now try a tailored vocabulary writing prompt for each grade level. Witness the spark of interest and the growth in your students' writing abilities yourself. You can find this download in the show notes, but you could also head to theliteracydive.com slash vocabulary and download your free sample today. Step into a new world where vocabulary learning is engaging, effective, and exciting. Do not miss out on this opportunity to revolutionize the way that you teach vocabulary. So before we move into the example portion of this episode, I'm going to recap those main four steps that you have to take to implement this strategy. Step one, you're going to present a sentence to your class. Step two, you're going to brainstorm together about those missing five W's and the H. Step three, you're going to have students expand that sentence by answering those questions and then turning it into a more detailed sentence, putting those pieces of information into the new sentence. And then step four, you're going to reflect on how it sounds, how it's been changed, and what that does for the understanding. So now we're going to move into some examples of seeing this strategy in action. And of course, you can take these and use them in your classroom. I am going to share three examples again for this episode like I did in the last. But I want you to pay attention to the fact that when we are looking for the five W's and an H, with students just starting out, it's important that even if they are hitting three of the descriptors, maybe three W's or two W's and one H, that is way better than hitting none of them at all. 
And sometimes you might find that we can ask two questions, like two what questions, to make that sentence expanded. That's still going to give a lot of detail and provide a much better sentence than the initial simple one. So I'm just going to kind of rattle through some examples, but I wanted you to keep that in mind because as you are requiring certain questions to be answered, it's going to have to be gelled together in a certain way, and we don't want to make that tricky or hard for students. So we just want to put things in place where it makes the most sense, and if we don't hit them all, that is okay. But our goal, of course, is to be able to answer all of those questions. So in this first example, you could just write out, the concert was loud. Naturally, your students can start generating some questions, like, who was playing in the concert? Or who was the concert playing to? What was the concert playing? What was the concert about? When did the concert take place? Where did the concert take place? Why was the concert loud? How did people get to the concert? So there's all of these questions that you can start having kids ask, and that's still really great for them, even if they don't all make it into the sentence. But based on that, I'm going to go ahead and give you a detailed sentence, and we can look at all the places where we've added these descriptive elements. So the concert was loud can become the sentence, the concert in the city square was loud last Friday night as the local band played their hit songs to an excited crowd. So in this sentence, we have looked at the concert. Well, where did it take place in the city square? And how did the concert sound? It was loud. When did the concert take place? Last Friday night. Who played in the concert? It was the local band. And what did they play? Their hit songs. And who did they play to? An excited crowd. Or you could say, how did the crowd respond to the loud concert? And the answer there is they were excited. So you can see here how all of those pieces can get embedded and makes that sentence so much better. In the second example, we are just going to write down, she found a coin. We're going to now expand this by thinking about that one sentence. Well, where did she find the coin? What kind of coin did she find? When did she find the coin? Now, I'm going to go ahead and expand the sentence for you and show what we did get to pull out of here, but we could also add some other details to the sentence as well. So, she found a coin could easily expand to, in the dusty attic of her grandmother's old house, she found an ancient coin dating back to the Civil War. Now, if I wanted to ask the question, well, how did she feel about finding the coin? I could easily add that into this sentence too. At the very end, after I mentioned that the coin was dating back to the Civil War, I could add in another few words that just says it made her feel lucky or it made her feel excited, you know, to have found that coin, that ancient coin, which is very, very rare. So the whole idea here is that we are just thinking about where can we insert parts that would make this sentence descriptive thus making it expanded. So in the dusty attic of her grandmother's old house, well, that's going to definitely talk about the where did she find the coin. And that also kind of talks about the how did she find the coin. Well, she found it by being in the dusty attic. When we're talking about what 
kind of coin? Well, she mentioned that it was an ancient coin. So we're also being able to know exactly what the coin is and that it dates back to the Civil War, which is answering the when and the who when it comes to thinking about the coin. For the last example that I want to share, the sentence is plants need water. Now, that can easily be expanded to share way more information that can let us know exactly what it is that we need to know about this specific plant. So I'm going to do this backwards and read out my expanded sentence, and then I'm going to work backwards showing where the different descriptors lie. So plants need water. I'm going to turn that into to thrive. Indoor tropical plants need frequent watering, ideally with lukewarm water, every other day. So if I piece by piece the sentence apart, to thrive is the why. Well, if I don't give it water, it is not going to live, and so that is my why, so that it can be able to thrive. The who is going to be those tropical plants, and the where is that they're actually living indoor. If I think about the frequent watering, that's going to answer, well, how often do they need water? Well, if they're indoor and they're tropical plants, they're going to need the frequent watering. And if I ask, well, what do I need to water them with? Well, ideally, the lukewarm water. And when do I need to water them? Every other day. So the short form, the quick part of my answer is a piece of my sentence, and that's how I made it expanded. And if someone were to read this, they have all the information they need about an indoor tropical plant and what it needs in order to thrive or survive. So take those examples, let your students explore with it. They could come up with other things that they could add to this and other descriptive elements, and that's really, really great too. The great thing about expanded sentences is that you don't even have to give a new sentence every day. You could give this one sentence about plants need water and use that across three or four days of that week. And you can expand it into a different sentence. And that also gives your students that exposure to learn that they can do it too. So we have just journeyed through the who, what, when, where, why, and how of sentence expansion. And this is one of my favorite things. Because each question opens up a new avenue for exploration, encouraging your students to flesh out their thoughts and articulate them with precision. By guiding your students through the five W's and H, you're not just teaching them to write better, you're teaching them to think deeper and helping them in so many other areas that's going to grow them as overall learners. Thank you so much for spending time with me today on the Literacy Dive podcast. I would love it if you would take the opportunity and the time to pause what you're doing and rate and review this show because that is how other educators and other parents can be able to land upon this podcast and learn some of these strategies as well. And of course, I just get so thrilled to be able to see a new rating and review pop up on the app. And so I'm just super grateful for those of you who listen. And if you could leave one, that would just be incredible. So thank you in advance. But as you go into your classrooms, I just want you to stay armed with the five W's and the H. 
I want you to use this to be able to have fun with your students, to allow them to see how questions and answering them can be able to expand their thoughts and their sentences. And I want you just to be able to inspire them and allow their inquisitive minds to take them to great and far places when it comes to their writing. So until next time, stay curious, stay creative, and answer those questions. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to click that follow button so you never miss a new episode. And if you are enjoying what you hear, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend. Until the next episode, we can hang out over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive, and you can search The Daily Writing Disguise in your web browser to dive into a stockpile of creative writing activity collections created by me with student engagement in mind. For literacy resources and support, you can search The Literacy Dive on TPT. I'll catch you in the next episode.